Hello, I'm Devi again. This is my second episode of the podcast about yoga, lifestyle and health and creativity and so many other inspiring themes. And this is last time I talked about creativity and this time I wanted to talk about how to find your yoga teacher. Because amazingly, I hear so many times and so often one or another form of prejudice about yoga that it breaks my heart. But this is true. This is actually happening. For example, people are saying, oh, no, yoga is like I tried, but I, it's too easy. It's too slow. It's too boring. They sleep all the time. And this can happen, definitely. And sometimes they also tell you the opposite. They tell Oh no, I tried a yoga class and it felt so bad about myself because everybody was so flexible and I'm not flexible at all. So they kind of um, felt left behind and they didn't want to come back. So I wanted to address this topic in the same way that I just talk to any friend, any close person that I want to encourage and inspire. And um, the truth is, for example, that... Uh, First, it's interesting to know, like it's a, it's a good thing to know what you're looking for in a yoga class. What are you looking for? Some mental relaxation and stress relief? Are you looking for a release of certain pain at the level of the body? Are you curious about trying meditation? Or are you just looking for a way to get fitter, to be more flexible, stronger, to tone your muscles? Everything is great. Obviously, yoga is all that and can provide a good platform for you to move forward in all those aspects. But it's good that the teacher knows what you're looking for. When people come to my class, definitely to be 100% honest, I ask, what takes you here? What did you read in the article in the description that called your attention? What are you looking for? Because that gives me a great understanding of where people are coming from. What do they feel they need? So yoga is everything. If you're looking for a spiritual path and a way to grow as a person, then yoga is the way but if you're looking to improve your health and reduce your cholesterol for example that is also great so there are there are multiple layers that you can tap into but by, by practicing yoga from the gross to the subtle from the organs and cell function to finding a purpose to your existence yoga is all of that but there are different approaches there are different teachers there are different schools there are different classes And um, even if the teacher gets to know you just a little bit, they can help you. They can meet you where, where you're at and just make you feel more comfortable in the class. So how to find your yoga teacher? If you didn't have a chance to meet the teacher in person, at least just follow your intuition. Read the description of the possible classes that are available to you. And listen to your gut feeling. Does the photo or the description resonate with what you're looking for at your core? Then, great, give it a try. I would definitely suggest you uh, go a little bit earlier and talk to the teacher, introduce yourself, tell them who you are, your story, your profile, or whatever takes you to that class in particular at that moment. And have a chat and see how you feel. 
if you connect with them as a person, chances are that you will connect as a teacher. Obviously not always, but it's pretty possible. Secondly, know that in yoga there are several paths. They all go together, they don't overlap. Actually, they complement each other. And when you pull from any of these paths, when you pull from any of these threads, then all the rest come inevitably. Like it, it's going to happen. But some of us feel more connected to one or another approach. For example, you could be very interested in the physical challenge. Maybe you are interested in becoming more flexible, more coordinated, more well-balanced or stronger. So maybe for you, it is all more about the hatha with the asanas, which is the aspect of yoga where we become warriors, when we rely on our effort, our strength and our determination. So in yoga, we leave this when we have to rely on our own will to hold a posture. So this is about the physical aspect, the hatha. Sometimes it can be physically challenging, but this, this joy of going through a little discomfort and making use of your physical and mind strength makes you transcend your limits. So this may bring a feeling of being powerful. So instead of resisting it, you embrace the effort and you come out on the other side, renewed and expanded. There is also another approach, another, let's say, path. Again, they complement each other. They don't overlap each other. And most of the times they happen at the same time. So the second path is Raja Yoga, which is the royal path. That is the moment in which you let go of all the efforts and we just don't do anything. We just let ourselves go. And we experience this in the meditation. We just merge with the present moment without trying to change it, without putting effort or resisting it. This is meditation. And obviously, both things are required the Hatha, the determination, and the Raja Yoga, which is the letting go, the not doing anything. We need to have a balance between both of these in life. We need to know when to put effort and when to let go. Then the third path is Gyan Yoga, which is knowledge, self-knowledge. It is a little, bit, a little bit more intellectual in the beginning. It's the understanding and addressing of deep ancient questions like what is the mind, what is death, what it means to exist in this universe. All this is covered in ancient Vedic scriptures and commentaries from sages of all times. Then there is Karma Yoga, which is the path of action, the path of service. Some people need to be engaged in activity, in movement, in doing concrete acts. When you enjoy putting your time and actions to the benefit of others or the world in general, and you do it selflessly without expecting anything in return, this is seva. This is called service. You just put your 100% and you let go of the results. And this is a path of yoga. Contributing to the world is yoga. And then there is the fifth path, which is bhakti yoga. This is devotion. This is love and connection and something even higher than that. 
it is the softness you feel inside that transcends your individuality and makes you feel part of something bigger. You feel no boundaries, no individuality. This deep feeling of connection or higher unconditional love is called bhakti. And we experience this in glimpses during or after our yoga practice and it just makes us silent. There are no words to describe it. It is a feeling of coming back home, of deep fulfillment and softness. And, and it's something very delicate and at the same time very clear, very, very present and very strong. So all this path function together and there is no which is better than other yoga is everything and it happens at the same time but you just have to find the style to which you feel more connected at different moments or stages in your journey and at the same time be open to a new experience and the hardest of all try not to judge other styles for example if you enjoy more a physical approach with more intense challenges, because you have fun, because you like feeling your muscles, that is great. Maybe you will enjoy a more powerful, intense or dynamic yoga class. But remember, yoga is something beyond the asanas. In my personal case, I enjoy challenging asanas a lot. So every now and then I practice them for fun, just like I do trampoline or acrobatics. It's fun, I mean, no doubt about it. And some of us need to experience this so that we can go beyond the body and become aware of everything that is happening on other more subtle layers, like the breath, the mind, and even deeper than that. But most important of all, remember that yoga is more than the physical aspect of it. The asanas are definitely very important. They polish, they detox and train your body so that you can get past it without being bothered by it. Basically, the reason for the asanas to be there is so that then you can sit in meditation and experience the subtle layers of your being without struggling with the position. So allow yourself to experience something that maybe you didn't know you could. Enjoy the asanas, challenge yourself, test your balance, your flexibility, your strength, your coordination, and then just allow yourself to let go and become one with the space. When you recognize this softness inside you, that sacred presence inside you, that is yoga. So again, let's come back. How to find your yoga teacher? Well, your yoga teacher is the person who addressing your current needs and meeting you where you are at provides a path and inspiration for you to dive deep into yourself and taste a glimpse of, of how vast, how broad, how infinite and sacred and how talented you really are. So I hope you enjoy your class. Remember, keep yourself light and open to new ways of experiencing your practice. And if you have any doubt, comment or topic you would like me to address, write to me so I can address it next time. Have a lovely weekend. Bye. Big hug from Frankfurt.